Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. All right, stay tuned. Next up, Brandon Robinson. And now joining us from B-Ball Society, host to Scoop B Radio and seen on CNN, CBS, ESPN, and NBA TV. Quite the introduction. It's Brandon Robinson. How's your summer going so far, sir? Busy as the fall, winter, and spring is, man. The basketball is a game that doesn't stop. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, man. What do you think about the finals so far? Pretty one-sided. Uh, I, I wish it was really a 1-1 one, one series. Game two, I knew it was going to be difficult. But as we all know, uh, game one uh, could have gone a lot differently if George Hill had made a free throw or J.R. Smith had passed it in the corner for LeBron for an open three. I believe Kyle Korver was open as well, man. But uh, hopefully the Cavs and the Warriors can kind of settle some things out in Cleveland as the, ship, the series shifts to the East Coast. So we'll see what happens. All right, before we get to the main course, just one follow-up question. What do you think about all this talk that LeBron wasn't supportive enough uh, of his teammates during that timeout in between uh, the, the review of the play in overtime? Uh, I, I think that anybody would be upset. I mean, you saw uh, the disheartening, people disheartened on social media, not to say that they're coach or player, um, but what I will say is that um, I think LeBron is a competitor and he wants to win. I think with social media, a buzz all the time. Um, I think that it's easy to take whatever LeBron does and and kind of um, uh, skew it to how you want to skew it. But Michael was just as competitive, if not more competitive, and would get ticked with his teammates and say things in the huddle. So I think LeBron is in a situation where it's damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. Um, but I, I think that um, when he was sitting there kind of pouting, it makes you ask or wonder, uh, what didn't the camera catch? Just because everybody is on 24-hour LeBron watch. Yeah, that's right. I, I'm going to transition uh, over into our main course, but I want to get back to what you were talking about, about the criticism of LeBron and touch on some other uh, popular national storylines right now. But let's get to the main course first. Uh, of course, on Basketball Society Online, you recently interviewed one of the assistant coaches to the Sacramento Kings, Otis Hughley. Hughley, sorry, uh, excuse me with that. Tell us a bit about what he said in regards to DeMarcus Cousin. Well, I mean, he talked about a wide range of topics. Otis Hughley was the uh, assistant coach of the Sacramento Kings when uh, DeMarcus was there and was also his high school uh, basketball coach. 
out in Alabama while he played. Um, he just marvels at the, the athlete uh, that DeMarcus Cousins is. Said, you know, that um, this offseason is going to be a very interesting offseason because everybody thinks that maybe he'll leave and bolt and go for greener pastures, but that DeMarcus is one of the most loyal guys uh, that you'll ever meet and, and is misunderstood. Um, he's a guy that is a big relationship guy and a guy that legitimately loves his family, loves people. And, you know, once you get to know him, um, he, he's uh, an interesting guy. But I think that the free agency caveat is the part that, you know, many people on Twitter uh, were um, talking about. But more than anything, he said that, you know, DeMarcus Cousins has a desire uh, to stay in Sacramento, or excuse me, in uh, New Orleans with the Pelicans. Now, the article is DeMarcus Cousins, former Sacramento Kings coach, says Boogie wants to be in New Orleans. That I know. Now, the question here, Brandon, of course, is that torn Achilles. How much is he worth? Does he deserve the full five years, $176 million deal? And it looks like the two of them are, uh, Del Demps, uh, that being, and DeMarcus Cousins, are playing a bit of chicken right now, uh, not solely due to the torn Achilles, but also it's kind of a dwindling market out there for big men. The only two major suitors out there, potentially, could be the Dallas Mavericks, maybe the Los Angeles Lakers, maybe uh, another contender yet to be discovered like uh the washington wizards potentially in a sign and trade if if the pelicans can either take on Otto porter or maybe a three-team trade for somebody like alan crab and damari carroll if they're interested in adding two wings instead of one but but talk to you you talked about his loyalty talk about how important money plays and factors into this based on your communication with otis hughley how how important is it for for boogie to get paid very important um when speaking to Coach Hughley, you know, he said that he's not going to be niggling down. DeMarcus is too smart for that, um, and DeMarcus knows what he brings to the table. Um, you look at a Pelicans team that was able to face the Golden State Warriors uh, and, and and compete. You know, didn't didn't win, but they competed. But also, you look at the, the surprise win in, in the playoffs over the Portland Trailblazers, who without DeMarcus Cousins, imagine if DeMarcus had played against the, the, the Warriors and the Portland Trailblazers. He said himself he thought it would be more of a competitive uh, matchup had DeMarcus been playing uh, in it. But um, I, I think from the money perspective, um, I think that New Orleans gives him the combination of money and wins. You're, you're pairing with Anthony Davis, uh, who's had an MVP caliber season. won't be the MVP, but, um, you know, I like Hughley said in the, in the interview, um, he talked about the, the Pelicans' business model. Uh, he, he said he thinks everybody's trying to play leverage and hoping that everybody would fall out so they could get him for 10 cents on a dollar. And, you know, he said the market is way too smart for that. Um, but, yeah, I think that the Pelicans offer him the best chance to win. I mean, the reemergence of, of Rajon Rondo, uh, the emergence of, of, like I said, Anthony Davis doing well. Uh, could you imagine if those guys are able to suit up a bit with each other and actually play a whole season? Um, I think that gives him a better chance of, of flexibility uh, than being the man in Dallas and you know having to compete night in and night out. You want to preserve your body, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, just a little more background on Otis Hughley, not just the Sacramento Kings assistant coach. He was also DeMarcus Cousins' head basketball coach for his high school team at LaFleur Magnet High in Mobile, Alabama. And in addition to that, he served on the Warriors staff under Mark Jackson, so he was privy to you know, some of the, the, the younger years of guys like Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. And I want to transition to this, um, Brandon, is that 
DeMarcus Cousins plays at a position that has become less and less of value in the NBA. Now, obviously, he uh, he's different in that he is so skilled offensively. He can run an offense. He's a, he's a great passer, a rebounder. His game has expanded to the three-point line. But with that being said, we're seeing less and less of these guys that Hugley coached in China, like Brooke Lopez, Al Jefferson, Zach Randolph, Tyson Chandler. These guys are kind of the old age of the NBA in many respects, and it's kind of moving forward to guys like Giannis Antetokounmpo playing the center position and guys like Anthony Davis, these guys who can, who can fly and chase out on the perimeter. Do you think the game could potentially in the next five years pass to Marcus Cousins by? No, because I think he's such a cerebral basketball player. Um, I think that he can adjust uh, a lot. I mean, you look at his stat line up until the Achilles injury last year, posted 25.2 points per game, uh, 12.9 rebounds, and 5.4 assists in New Orleans. Um, but in addition to that, I think what makes him special is you talked about Brooke Lopez. Uh, me having covering the Brooklyn Nets uh, their first year in Brooklyn, um, I've watched Brooke Lopez's uh, body of work um, evolve, uh, if you will. You know, str- he was an inside-outside guy but he stretched his, his jumper to 15, 16, 17 feet. And I think that's what today's center is. Uh, you know, I think in a lot of respects, you have guys like Dwight Howard, um, who, like Brooke Lopez, has expanded his, 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 uh, his range. Uh, I think Dwight Howard was ahead of his time, however, because many people criticized him for not possessing a post game. I think in today's NBA, it's very much a finesse game. I think someone like Hakeem Olajuwon would flourish today because he was so ahead of his time in the 90s with his footwork and his ability uh, to, to stretch the floor and take outside jumpers uh, as well. But I think for somebody like DeMarcus Cousins, I think he came in uh, being a Chris Webber uh, type of player, meaning can stretch the floor, can also manage the offense in the half court, um, but also can take a jumper, uh, also can dominate on the floor, kind of like a, a cross between a Chris Webber or a Rasheed Wallace. You see, Rasheed Wallace, he's, he's coaching a lot of big men now uh, and working and stretching their game as well. So I don't think the game will pass him by because I think DeMarcus Cousins will adjust just like Dwight Howard did, just like Rick Lopez uh, has. Uh, and I think someone like Rick Lopez, for example, starting in the NBA for a Golden State Warriors team in, in, if he were to sign with them in the offseason. So I, I think the, the center position is not, a, is not a position that's dying. I think it's a, a position that's evolving. All right, before we transition to our last uh, line of thought, let's get a quick prediction from you from an outsider's perspective. Uh, we've, we've heard guys in New Orleans talk ourselves to death about what we think will happen with Boogie. What do you think will happen with Boogie? I think it's that um, all indication from folks outside of Older Tudely uh, is that uh, Boogie is interested in staying because I think the intrigue of uh, a Boogie uh, playing with a team that did well without him uh, but also a team that knows what he's worth and somebody that wants him. Who wouldn't want somebody to, to want you? You know, Alvin Gentry has been adamant about uh, wanting him. Jim has been interested about wanting him. And Boogie, even in an, an interview he did with uh, ESPN's undefeated Mark Spears, uh, indicated that, you know, he likes New Orleans. And, and you know, yeah, he's going to be rude, but I think New Orleans offers him the best security and All right. money and the potential to win. Uh, with an Anthony Davis. 
All right. Nice stuff, Brandon. Before I let you go, I just want to ask you uh, one more thing. And it's going back to LeBron James and that, that conversation we were have that, that, that everybody kind of looks to him. He's kind of the leader and he sets a precedence, not just for his own teammates, but for the rest of the league. And you recently had an article with uh, Curtis Gordon uh, based. He's the uncle of Seth Clark, if anybody doesn't know, and just addressing some of the stuff that's happening around, um, not not just the NBA, but also the National Football League and around our country. Uh, the we've all seen the video with Sterling Brown to this point, and the NFL has has caught a lot of heat from the NBA. Uh, their decision to punish players who who are not standing for the flag. Steve Kerr has been really outspoken about it. Greg Popovich has been out- outspoken about it. Uh, Steph Curry, LeBron James have already made their stance known. Uh, however, we haven't seen anybody kneel at an NBA game yet. What do you think is the best course of action NBA players like LeBron James can do to kind of assist their brothers in the NFL at this point? I think the difference between the NBA and the NFL is I think the NBA uh, has been so forward thinking uh, in the fact that, you know, the NFL, you have 1,600 players. Uh, The NBA, you have a little under 400 players. Uh, And in the NBA, you recognize people's faces. Even the bench player can be recognized in a nightclub. Uh, That being said, uh, because it's so smaller, uh, they have a voice. I think with the NBA, particularly with its players and the implementation of social media, uh, et cetera, I think the NBA players uh, have been, those who have chosen to be vocal, have been vocal. Um, and I also do think that when you have guys like uh, Steph Curry uh, and, and LeBron James, who has been verbal on social media with our nation's president, um, President Trump, about uh, what's going on, I think that's stating a message. However, I think that sometimes with athletes, many people are down for the cause and, and they're vocal, but I think sometimes players don't even know what they're protesting about. Is it about the flag or is it about domestic or is it about police brutality or what have you? I think that um, where it's smart is, you're, I think guys are able to vocalize what they're, what they're trying to do, I think, on social media. But I think that the NFL is such a big organization but I think that whether you want to like it or whether you want to admit it or not, Colin Kaepernick was smart to kneel and the fact that it's still a national conversation almost two years later. I think that you'll never see an instance where an NBA player will kneel because there's no, they don't feel oppressed. It's the NFL players who are told that they have to um, be in solidarity and stand for the national anthem or go in the locker room um, to do it. And I also think that the money scale is different. In the NFL, Players have non-guaranteed contracts. The NBA, like Major League Baseball, they have guaranteed contracts. And I think that the NBA players more so run the league than than the owners. Yeah, the owners own the league, but as far as just being vocal, it's different. I think in the NFL, people are scared to lose their jobs more. And I think in the NFL, unless you're a big-name player, and I think in the NFL, um, they're trying to silence people. The NFL lost money last year. So whenever you're talking about losing money, and try to appease owners and sponsors, it's a whole different ballgame. So I, I think to directly answer your question, I think that the NBA um, and its players get it because it's a predominantly black league, like, you know, Caucasians are the minority. But at the same time, I think the NBA, they understand its players more. And I think that they're more in solidarity uh, in, in certain aspects. Uh, in the NFL, and you mentioned Stephon Clark's uncle, uh, who appeared on my podcast, Scoopy Radio. You can visit scoopyradio.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, App, etc. Um, Stephon Clark's uh, uncle spoke about uh, Sterling Brown 
you know, the rookie from the Milwaukee Bucks who, you know, was tased. I think that one thing that he mentioned was, you know, his nephew, Stephon Clark, you know, didn't have the, the notoriety or the, or the money that, you know, Sterling Brown had. It comes down to notoriety. Sterling Brown was able to get out of that situation because of his notoriety, because his teams could buy him. And also, um, the video was released. Everybody's not as blessed or lucky. Um, so I, I think there's a conversation to be started, but um, it starts at home. It starts in the community. And, you know, there's a lot of distrust in the inner city with, you know, police officers and, and people of color. This is Brandon Robinson. You can follow him at Scoop B. Of course, he also works at Basketball uh, Society Online. Uh, thank you so much for letting me put you on the spot. Again, uh, DeMarcus Cousins is, is, is a large point of interest. His future, uh, where he's going to end up this offseason, is going to be something we're going to be talking about up until July, whenever he ultimately chooses his next destination. But I do think it's important to have these conversations, to have your voice heard, and just to, to, to continue the thought and, and hopefully find ourselves towards some kind of resolution that that helps improve not just the game, but also our country. The NFL uh, is something that we always closely monitor in in whether you're covering baseball, basketball, football, you always want to see what the other leagues are doing. And I feel like the NBA is at the forefront, like you said, of all those conversations. They're extremely progressive and they usually handle themselves in the right way. And I, I think the NBA is lucky to have a lot of leaders like LeBron, like Steph Curry, like Steve Kerr, like Greg Popovich. So thank you for your comments on that and for letting me steer you in that direction. Of course, he already mentioned where you can find him, Scoopy Radio. Uh, anything else you'd like to plug before we let you go, Scoop? No. Uh, by the time you guys listen to this, you will have seen uh, an article that I wrote uh, with a piece on, on Chris Carter, uh, who was very vocal about um, <laughs> some things going on. So that may be going viral later today. But um, more than anything, Scoopy Radio, uh, we're interview-based, have, have had anybody from uh, Glor attorney, civil rights attorney Gloria Allred, Terrell Owens, Alan Iverson, Charles Barkley. Um, we've been mentioning everywhere from People Magazine to uh, ESPN's Jump. Uh, and more. Uh, ScoopyRadio.com. We got 2 million downloads last year, and uh, we're on pace to potentially beat that uh, this year. And it's just been a, a wonderful experience. And I'm glad that I was able to talk to your listeners. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Scoopy Radio. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.